So plenty of shows in our region are going to be celebrating by playing that great song, Celebrate Good Times, Come On. And if you listen to Rewind 103.9, Lynchburg's classic hits, you will get the real and much better version than my odd random acapella version see i think ding dong the witch is dead from the wizard of oz is more appropriate i mean for a lot of people it is but you know how we celebrate in the fast lane even though we're not commanders fans we are eagles fans trey and i even our other producer ty we're all somehow philadelphia eagles fans that was more coincidental than not um look it's good for business. Well, maybe not because Dan Snyder provided a lot of, uh, how shall we say this? And we can now speak in the past tense because he's officially sold the franchise. Uh, but As a few minutes ago. As of a few minutes ago. That's the breaking news. Um, but here's the thing. Dan Snyder provided a lot of content. Granted, by the end of his tenure, it went from, oh, look at what he did now, to more of a like collective eye roll, including that of former Washington sports fans for that NFL franchise who now have either just decided to enjoy the NFL altogether, maybe have gotten out of the NFL, or maybe picked another team to support in the process. And certainly the ones who um, have had to suffer through this moniker. There's this sense of desired celebration. So for you... You know how we celebrate in the fast lane when it comes to the Commanders. Something about some good fans. Back in the day, RFK was style palace. If you don't know, you need to act about us. Think we gonna lose? Well, I can't believe your doubters had a whole crowd screaming out. We want Those haters can't stand us. Left hand up. Who are we? So we're playing that hit on the Washington Commanders. Our hit, not really. It's produced by uh, Big 57 and OG Goody. Uh, I think that's the name of the band. Whatever it is, they put the song together and it's phenomenal. So, of course, that's how we celebrate in the fast lane. It is official. The NFL voters mo- voting, the NFL owners voting moments before Trey and I came to you in the fast lane. They, the NFL must love us. They just must have been like, these two guys are about to go in the air. Let's let's get this over with. And not only that, but Trey's done after tomorrow for a week. I'm going to be at the ACC football kickoff and don't want to be no bothered offense, by this. And I, I am very excited. in the like. I will miss you, but I'm excited that... You've got two weeks without me, uh, Yeah, basically. that's what I was going to say. I'm very excited to have two weeks without you. I mean, you. you'll kind of see me from text messages and emails, but it's going to be, knock on wood, hopefully much more minimal I was gonna than say, it would normally be. I was going to say, I already told my boss, I tra- our, our, our boss, that I would track my hours I work next week because I am on vacation. Um, but I, I also, um, I'm also, if you uh, just, I'm sometimes going to laugh depending on what you ask me because I'm not going to do it. I mean, I'm going to do, you know, I'm do the basics. Oh, I know you'll but, do the basics. I mean, that's kind of the gist of what it is. Let's put it this way. The email you sent me today for one of our great partners, if you sent me that this time next week, I would laugh at it. Oh, there's exactly the reason why I sent it earlier today. And I well, happened to sneak it in before this news develops. See, I don't want us to get too far I was going to say is one thing is good thing you didn't send it at the, this time tomorrow or I'd laugh at it and I wouldn't I I would have been like, well, you're out of luck. I mean, yeah, because by five o'clock tomorrow you're focused on the fast lane, you're checked out from all the other responsibilities that you have, and you're basically in pseudo vacation mode. So I'm trying to expedite 
as much as possible. And no, I'm not going to go on a Nick Saban-style rant, although that is one of the better ones, uh, about Tulia Tagovailoa and expediting winning the game. Google it if you haven't checked it out. But anyway, the Washington Commanders. NFL owners voting unanimously right before we go on the air. 32 nothing to sell the franchise or to approve the sale of the franchise from Dan and Tanya Snyder because we know she's got a lot of influence considering he values women so much based on his checkered past to Josh Harris of Harris Blitzer Sports and Entertainment along with his collection of minority investors. It's Harris who's got over 50%, so it's his franchise. He's the one in control, and then others uh, get a couple of perks and uh, maybe can cash out at some point for a lot more than they invested because these things are only going up in value. The Washington Commanders, they're sold. The NFL also releasing details of their findings. If you're a Commanders fan, I guess you are open to hearing more about this. But are you delving into the synopsis or are you delving into the detailed notes? Feel free to share with us Fast Lane Ed Lane, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or with five-star reviews wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, I think at this point, it's just a sense of relief within this franchise. And for the Washington Commanders, absolutely. For their fans, certainly. Even though plenty of them love to bag on the Eagles before the Eagles made three Super Bowls over the last 20 years, the Commanders have made none, The Eagles have won a Super Bowl. The Commanders have not. The reality after those slight snarky jabs aside is that really this is a franchise that does have a lot of historical significance. They do have a passionate fan base. And it is sad to see how Dan Snyder created a clinic in what not to do when you buy a franchise. Oh, let's just ignore multiple Hall of Fame coaches like Joe Gibbs, Marty Schottenheimer, and even Mike Shanahan. Let's go ahead and ignore all the potential young coaches that could come through this organization. Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, everybody who has come off that tree, some of them merely because of their connection. Some of them have been more legitimately good head coaches. Let's just go ahead and ignore that maybe we should run a franchise with half a level of class and decorum. And yes, every NFL franchise is run with a cutthroat business mindset, but very rarely are you run with a toxic workplace culture where people literally are afraid of what might happen, and afraid of speaking out about what might happen. That's the part where it's just overbearing. And that's the part where it is a black eye on sports, a black eye on the league, and you go, okay, this is ridiculous. We can all laugh at bad owners running franchises into the ground. And heck, maybe Josh Harris isn't going to be that much better because, I mean, yes, this is bitter Philadelphia 76ers fan talking. If the process is coming to Washington, D.C., it didn't really work in Philadelphia, and it's harder to convince people that are literally beating themselves up for 17 weeks out of the year to buy into something like that. It's much harder to full-on tank in the NFL. You can set yourself up for it, but even then, If you've got the right coach in place, you might overshoot expectations just based on the volume of effort that you put into a particular situation. But the Washington Commanders, today is the day where Jerry Jones speaks volumes about the man that he once defended when he was pressed on whether this was a good day for the Washington Commanders and their fans. Jerry? Always trying to get me with a pretty wall. Would you call this a good day for Washington fans, potentially? I think it's going to be a great day for the NFL and uh, uh, excited. And it's, uh, I think, a hallmark day. Excited about the uh, prospects of uh, going into uh, Washington and uh, giving them some capital punishment. I would only be different. Ha, 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 Jerry Jones. The pun on capital punishment. And I get there are people out there that may take offense to it. 
I mean, look, you won't find anybody who pokes more fun at the Cowboys than I do in the fast lane because uh, of an Eagles fan. Actually, you'll probably find a lot of people that do. Um, by and large, I'll be honest, they are one of the three favorites in the NFC this year. More on that later when we look ahead to the season because I, I do think there are three teams that are near the top of this conference in Dallas, I would say is healthily in that conversation. But here's the thing. The idea of capital punishment is meant as a joke from Jerry Jones. And yes, this is a good day for the NFL because yes, the franchise value goes up. Yes, they would have only called a vote today if it was unanimously approved. The sale of the Washington Commanders from Snyder to Josh Harris, which it was officially approved by the owners around 4.50 p.m. this afternoon. But the truth of the matter, Trey, is this is a stench that people can now liquidate, and now you can go ahead and look at this team, even if the process comes in, and even if the process is implemented, which if it is, it will not be effective. It wasn't really that good in Philadelphia, and it certainly would be harder in the NFL. It cannot be worse than what we saw under Dan Snyder, who you could argue maybe with Donald Sterling and the LA Clippers would certainly go on the Mount Rushmore of the worst owners. I was going to say, sports. I was going to say you go more recent with the guy who just was for another guy who was forced to sell his franchise in, in Robert Sarver, uh, the former owner of the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, I think that's a fair comparison. I think that that might be an even better comparison because uh, there was no real, you know, there was mismanagement in the office that led to Sarver getting fired and very similar accusations. To to be fair, compared to Sterling, which his accusation, well, it wasn't really accusations; it was proof that he was just a terrible human being and um so i think personally like this yeah this is a good day for i think for the nfl for football like washington is one of the marquee franchises you it is and the fact that they're going to get some stability back and i think josh harris if you go look at philadelphia they've like i know they haven't won past the second round but you look at and the devils like he is not afraid to spend money and invest in his team so i think personally like he's going to invest in this team i think they have a good leadership structure with jason wright um my assumption unless you know ron rivera blows it out of the water this year they're going to change the head coaching position i always thought eric Bieniemy becoming the oc was so weird because why would you leave patrick mahomes even if you're not the one calling plays because it's patrick mahomes and uh to just take a lateral position um, is he might be the heir apparent at head coach, but I'm not sure about that. And that's and I'm not trying to discredit Ron Rivera because they could have a good year. They could make the playoffs if if Daniel Jones and the Giants last year can make the playoffs. Sam Howell can make the playoffs this year. Um, but I, I think that having just the fact that he's not Daniel Snyder is going to give a positive outlook to this franchise because you can give Daniel Snyder credit on one thing: he wasn't afraid to spend money and invest in his team. The stadium, maybe not so much, but he he uh, he went after free agents. Maybe one out of the hundred he tried uh, worked, but at the end of the day, he was not a great owner. He was disliked. He was, it, he, I mean, he was a meme. He was a meme where he said "Happy Thanksgiving" at a press conference, it, and it was what January. It was like Ron Rivera's hiring. He said "Happy Thanksgiving." Like that's if that's not Daniel Snyder summed up, uh, I I don't know what else is. Like this is going to be good for football. This is a great day for football. It's a great day for the NFL that Josh Harris and this stench 
Fans that is left, gone. Fans that left this organization have a reason now to consider coming back to either being football fans or fans of the Washington Commanders. And they say what's worse than rage or anger is apathy. And that is exactly where it had gotten with the Washington Commanders. Uh, you know, I, I'll be blunt again, Trey. I look at this through the prism of being a Philadelphia Eagles fan, but I would routinely look at the schedule and hope the Eagles played Washington at home early in the year so that if they played Washington on the road late in the year, the franchise was so poorly run that the Eagles would in essence get two home games Wait. against Washington because they would flood that dump of a stadium in Landover, Maryland. And sometimes it was literally a dump, dumping sewage onto the fans, as graphic as that description may be in your I heads. was at FedEx this past year. You were there, Trey. It was it was the link. It felt like the link. There was more Eagles fans, it felt like. 100%. And that was that was the uh, earlier game, right? If I can recall. Yes, it head. was. It was the first game that Philly won, and that was early in the year. It had gotten to that level, though, with this franchise, which is why Commanders fans have every single reason to celebrate. And, uh, you know, if you're out on the Washington streets. or you Celebrating know, like they won the Super Bowl. Celebrate like you won the Super Bowl. I would say carry boom boxes, but instead everybody's got the ability to play music on their mobile phone. Certainly if you're walking into an establishment that is serving, by the way, we encourage you to use a rideshare service or a metro service up there. Or Be responsible. You are. Be responsible. You don't have to be calling Trost Law to get defense because you made an irresponsible decision or someone else got hurt because of your irresponsible decision. You, you don't need that. So what you do is make sure this song is is blaring as loud as possible. Something about some good fans. Back in the day, RFK was style palace. If you don't know, you need to ask about us. Think we gonna lose? Well, I can't believe you doubt us. Had the whole crowd screaming out, we want There we go. The song that should be blaring and played. And so it provides a lot of clarity, a sense of relief for Washington Commanders fans today. Tell us how you're feeling, by the way, whether you've uh, already checked out on this franchise, whether you're like, oh, I've got a reason to come back now. They're not owned by a despicable human being, as some people would term Dan Snyder, but certainly a guy that's been vilified everywhere he's gone. They're not owned by that anymore. They're owned by Josh Harris. Again, Sixers fan, I have questions about the process, but hey, he at least cares about winning, and by and large, you haven't had anything close to the stench of these scandals. I joke about how bad the process was in Philadelphia and tanking and the lack of culture there. You could have that in Washington, and it would be a lot better than what you've got right now. Trey, by the way, results are apparently in from the Mary Jo White reporter. They've at least yeah. been revealed. Shocking that they drop it after the sale happens. Oh, amazing. Now. Mary Jo White concluded in her investigation start stating that commanders withheld approximately $11 million in revenue that should have been shared with other teams. And the investigation also found that Dan Snyder sexually harassed a former team employee. White also noted that the commanders failed to fully cooperate with her investigation, pretend to be shocked, and Snyder is fined $60 million. As... I will just quote my tweet here. Man, I wish I got it. Or uh, let me pull it up to exactly what I said at Trelaw VT. I love how you have to go back to Trelaw VT to remember Get, what you said at Trelaw VT. Exactly. Uh, getting a, getting $6 billion as a punishment is something I want to have in my life. You know, getting the money is as, punishment. As I, as I stated to you, I said my buyout here is now increased to $6 billion. You know, if that's the case for you, then I'm going to just go up 
I might offend some people with this one because apparently I've gotten in trouble for this before, but I'm going to go with $6.66 billion. There we go. How appropriate, how perfect. When we come back in the fast lane, here's what we're going to do. We are changing things up quite a bit. We have called a bit of an audible toward the end of the week today in the fast lane. Phil Steele, college football reporter. We're going to chat with him talking Virginia area schools. Old Dominion, JMU, Liberty, Virginia, and Virginia Tech. Around 540 today here in the fast lane. Hopefully we'll get with him tomorrow. Plus, because of the SRX race this evening, Tom Bowles, your boss, not mine, your other boss, frontstretch.com colleague Tom Bowles, will join us tomorrow in the fast lane. Also, we are hoping to connect with WSET's Dave Walls tomorrow, right before he gets ready to MC the Commonwealth Games opening ceremonies, <laughs> 5.30 p.m. at Liberty University. Join us over there. I'll be over there at the end of the fast lane for that. So looking forward to that tomorrow here in the fast lane. So we're changing things up and we're calling an audible. Um, so we're giving Trey a mental break by having a number of guests tomorrow so that uh, you know, can kind of chill out in the five o'clock hour. In the meantime, when we come back before Phil Steele, we'll touch on our votes of confidence. We're doing it early, but after the fast five at five is because Trey has got a British Open leaderboard update to comment on as I'm sure he's gotten more down on that than my zero dollars on that. I'm at zero dollars actually on that. Oh, really? I only, yeah, after Victor Hovland screwed me in the U.S. Open, I decided to not bet the Open. You know, hey, discipline, good things. When we come back in the fast lane, do we exercise some? Find out on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app.